So dramatic. Where's the mic? (laughs) 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 I didn't notice it fell. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't want to hurt him anymore. I don't want to take away his life. I don't want to be. Kika, you're fine. Stop being dramatic. She's like, get this bitch out of my house, my ass. <laughs> Look, I'm just looking at you. Sorry, did I wake you up? Okay, let's see if this works because I've been recording and it picked up all of that. So. You're a dumb bitch. I don't know if it's going to actually work, though. Watch Subhanallah. The one time it's going to work, it's going to be like. Yeah, I hope to God. Obviously, I won't use any of that, but that would be so funny if I did. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to Growing Up Brown. I know it's been a hot minute since we made our broadcast. I am so sorry. <clears throat> Life happened, um, traveling happened, and a few weddings to wrap up happened. My sister had her first Indian Punjabi wedding that she attended with me. Yes, I did. It was a honestly beautiful experience. Really? I could not have asked for a better first Punjabi wedding than Jazz's. That was crazy. Honestly, Jazz's set the fucking bar high. So high. Down lie. to the fucking hot dog stand. Yo. The way I think about that hot dog stand. I daily. Like, I'm like, I hope you're well. Like, who am I saying this to? Daily. Honestly, Ugh. the a hot dog stand at a wedding. New, like... New standard. Why the fuck like, would it? here. Top tier. Because why wouldn't you? That entire wedding could have fallen apart into shambles, <clears throat> but because you had a hot dog stand, 10 out of 10. Mind you, this wedding already on its own was 10 out of 10, but once Absolutely. you put the hot dog stand, it was like 100 out of 10. Oh my god, a thousand. Ugh. I just remember us walking out to get food and how like more we were because we're like, fuck Indian food again. And then someone was like, oh my god, they have a hot dog stand. I cannot even express how fast I put my plate back down. Oh my god, I feel like I could literally feel like serotonin boost through our bodies like it was like a visual effect not even yeah it was crazy what are those like remember when sailor moon they get like their fucking superpowers <laughs> that's what it felt like i was like woo <laughs> just go get some water <laughs> anyways this is medina's uh first time going to an indian punjabi wedding and i have to say as she said this wedding had set the bar quite high not only just because of, like, the way they did things, but, like, how much love was filled into this wedding. Oh, my God. It was, like, I've never, ever... Mind you, like, I've only met Jazz, what, twice before the yeah. wedding? Yeah. And I've never been welcomed into a home where literally everyone down to the bride were basically strangers to me. Yeah. Like, they treated me like family, like their daughters, like their nieces, like their sisters, whatever it was. But they were just different. I've never walked into such a loving family in my life. Yeah. Same. Out of all the Indian weddings I've ever been to in my life, that was one wedding where I was like, you guys make me want to do things. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to sit here and be a guest. I want to help. I want to do whatever I can. And, like, it was super cute because a lot of Jazz's cousins were, um, like, her guy cousins from either California or London. Um, Florida. Oh, fuck, Florida. Was there any (laughs) Cali boys or was someone from Cali, no? No. I don't think so. I thought there was someone from Cali. I don't think so. Unless that was his side. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. My bad. My bad. Fucking the Florida boys. Oh, my Florida boys. I miss them. I know oh, you guys are adorable. listening. Shout out to you guys. Honestly. 
We miss you. We'll see you guys in December, so we hope you miss us too. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to fucking Disney World at Universal and you're coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, that was my first time meeting her cousins, and it was adorable because they'd be in the kitchen making jaw and the boys would be serving us. And I was like, this is so different from every other Indian household I've ever been into. And I guess maybe because it's, they're not actually from India, like, I think they're from Kenya. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're Kenyans. Oh, Canyon that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I think they're built different. I mean, I wish Fijians were built different, but <laughs> here we are. Here we are. I mean, we are built different. Yeah, and retardness. <laughs> <laughs> Might be canceled for that one. It's fine. I don't even think any of the Fijians listen to that. <laughs> and if you do, I said what I said. <laughs> With her chest. <laughs> With my motherfucking chest. <laughs> but yeah, you tell me, tell me, what was your most memorable experience of the wedding minus the hot dog stand? Minus the hot dog stand? Yeah. Um, what is it called? The dolly? When she's leaving? No. The, pre- the first party? The first party. What was the it called? Juggle. Juggle. That shit, that was nice. That was fun. That huh? was so much fun. I don't know what it was, but like the energy of the uncles, honestly. You know what? I take that back. The best part of the entire thing were the uncles. Dead I have never seen uncles break it down like that, ever. Yeah. But they were the life of the party every single day. Like, honestly, at that point, it wasn't even about jazz. Like, no, 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 no. This was their <laughs> wedding. Jazz was attending. <laughs> it was honestly, though, like, it was so beautiful to see every single person in her family celebrating her love so beautifully like her uncles didn't want to leave the dance floor no and you could tell it wasn't just because they wanted to break it down it's because they were actually just so happy to be celebrating her love yeah and that was so beautiful i think the cousins were saying like this is the the first wedding where they all gotten together after such a long time because i guess like covid happened when her brother got married so i don't think anyone really came down for that one so they're all like this wedding was one for the books because and it really was Oh, and her little next day video thing. Oh, her edit. Oh my! Please tell me I barely know these people, and I fully cried. <laughs> we all did. I didn't cry at the dolly, but I watched that at the fucking reception. I was like, my makeup, my makeup. <laughs> no, that was. Oh man, I love her family so much. They were I know. beautiful. I love them. Even Zaki, man, like she I know. literally met them for the first time at the reception, and she was like, <laughs> "Dude, I felt so much love." Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's funny because V was like, okay, so you guys both have nicknames. I need a nickname for her. And I was like, just call her Zaki. And he's like, the fuck? No. He's like, one's Mufasa, the other one's fucking Medusa. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to fucking call her Zaki. He's like, she needs a better nickname. I was like, okay. And then call her Cinderella. He's like, Cinderella. He's like, that's the one. That's the one. And I'm like, why are we agreeing to this? Because then he fully will actively scream out, Mufasa! And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then he's like, yo, Cinderella, you want a drink? And Zaki did a full turn. She's like, yes, please. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with us? And we, we, the thing is, we respond to the names. Yeah. Like, he says Mufasa, and you fully turn. He yeah. says Medusa, I turn. He said Cinderella, we Zaki just- turned. We... <laughs> Like, what's wrong with we us? We claimed the titles. We were like, yeah, it is, what it is. But, like, we didn't even look confused. Everyone else looked confused. And we were like, what is? <laughs> Good grief. What was your favorite part? Dude, Juggo. Any wedding I go to, Juggo is my favorite part. So, that's such a white girl, Juggo. The Jago? The Jago. The Jago is how much fun. No, the fucking Juggo. My absolute favorite event at 
anyone's wedding. I don't give a fuck if I know you or not, bro. You will best believe my ass is gonna be on the dance floor. Oh yeah, that shit was lit. Carrying that thing on my head, so much fun. Right? For no reason. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, but at one point I remember looking at Jazz's mom and I was like, Mom, my arms hurt. She's like, Oh my god, me too, and no one was to <laughs> fucking take this from me. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna pass it to you. She's like, I'll try to pass it to you. <laughs> Both of us there just have it on our heads, like man. But it's cute to see how everyone's getting so creative with it. Like before jungle was very like traditional. So like mm. you remember the ones that you were holding on your head they're very colorful yeah and then the one i had was like the starbucks cups mm-hmm. that's like a new thing going on oh before like they never did that and then i went to a wedding in 2016 <clears throat> or 2017 i think it was 2016 i think it was. no 2017 um and my friend she did a beer pong juggle so like oh, it was shit. beer bottles <clears throat> all the way around and then it was actually a beer pong like you had the thing <laughs> where you cute. fucking funnel the beer and everyone would have it on their head and then she would just stop at someone you had to funnel beer oh shit. so because i was the tallest she was like you fucking hold it i'm pouring beer and i was like say that <laughs> we were uncles at this girl's wedding like harv's wedding we were just straight up fucking uncles like it was it was some bitch or shit <laughs> like you would see the guy's table and it was like prim and popper and then you'd see our girls table it was fucking just bottles and glasses everywhere and like you know how at jazz's wedding there was like a moment where we bought society vibes mm-hmm. to the jungle this was just society vibes the whole time because it was a wedding in toronto so everyone was just bumping and grinding and i was like where are the parents like, <laughs> but real talk where were they where, we don't know because we were they breaking it down too no i think they were just standing on the sidelines judging us okay probably <laughs> As every auntie does. I still remember at Jazz's, <laughs> the Jazz's were like, oh, like, <laughs> you okay? This is what's happening? And none of us cared because at that point we literally could not see you. But they did definitely ask about it the next day and we were like, you saw, saw nothing. nothing. <laughs> Pictures where it didn't happen. Oh man. No, that's my favorite. Jazz is my favorite, favorite, favorite. Yeah, that was cute. Mine would be like stack with grinders. <laughs> your mom would disown you. Oh my god, your mom would beat your ass and mine because I'd probably be the one making it. Nah, you're not wrong. Yeah, no, we're not letting you ever have a joke. <laughs> you can't even come to mine because you'll fucking bring your own to mine. No, 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 no. Honestly, like it was, um, that was the first time I've been to a wedding. And it felt like it wasn't like a fashion show mm-hmm. or like a social gathering, really. Like, it felt like everyone was genuinely there to celebrate love. Yeah. And you always hear that that's what weddings are supposed to be. But to be honest with you, I've never felt that at a wedding Oh, God, before. never. And that was, yeah, this was my first time. Like, I felt like everyone there was there for, like, like the love of the love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was just, ugh, the energy was, honestly, I can't even explain it. Like, I can't even put it into words. Um, without sounding like redundant, it was just like soul filling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it made my heart warm. Like, you know, when you eat like a really mean meal from your mom and it makes your whole body feel full of love. Yeah. That's how I felt. I just felt like I was full of love the entire time. Yeah. So much so we didn't want to leave them. Like leaving the the hotel the next day, I was like. What do you mean so much so that I don't want you, we don't want to leave them. So much so that I booked a (laughs) flight to Vancouver for the reception Three days before, after spending the entire weekend telling everybody, I'm sorry, I can't come. <laughs> that was so funny. I remember Nav looked at you and he's like, okay. He's like, you know what you're going to be doing while we're in Vancouver eating really good food and drinking really good drinks? He's like, fucking sitting alone by yourself. And you were like, oh. wishing you were here. It was yeah. the exact words. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, he hit you where it hurts. Oh, he did. And then you looked at me dead in the eye and said, I will be snapping you every single moment of fun. So you know exactly what you're missing. 
I have never embraced FOMO <laughs> that much in my life. Never. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> We're going. I have to go. <laughs> but was it not the best decision oh you made Oh my God, the here? best decision I've made. I remember when I told people, I was like, yeah, Medina's coming. They're like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> The boys didn't think we were coming, though. The boys genuinely did not think we were coming. So when we walked into that hall, because we fucking missed cocktail hour. Right. So they assumed, like, oh, they're not here for that. They're not coming at all. So when we walked into that hall, I can tell you with my chest, that entire table of the boys, their face lit up. They're like, oh, my God, look at here. I'm like, yes, the party has arrived. <laughs> yeah, no, so talking about weddings, yo. Indian weddings be ridiculously expensive for genuinely no reason. Yeah, stupid expensive. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, I don't even want to know how much they spent, but, like, damn, the food was so fucking good that I'm like... Oh, no, they, they definitely dropped a number on that one because their decor alone, oh, beautiful. That archway that she walked into... I'm so mad I didn't get pictures under it. Me too. Dude, do you know how mad I am that I was like, why didn't we take fire pictures in the hall? We didn't take any pictures. You None. know, I didn't get a single, like, selfie picture of my face. None. Nada from that day. None. Just those pictures that we took at the photo booth and my eyes, not straight. Stooge. <laughs> we looked fucking dusted. Yeah, no, same. I went through it and I was like, I have no, like, decent pictures from that night. They're just, like, random mm-hmm. Snapchats that I made, but, like, they're nothing cute. I don't even have that. I literally, I have one that I took when I had to sneak out back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even my face. It was just my activity. That was it. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's when you know it was a good-ass wedding. It was a good You could wedding. not get me off the dance floor. Oh my god, okay, can we just talk about how the fact that you knew every (laughs) single song, word for word, from the beginning of the wedding in Edmonton until the end of the reception, I swear I watched you, there was not a single moment where you had to skip over where you just knew every song. How the fuck does that happen? I don't even know if that's a fucking good thing or a bad thing. Like, I mean, it's not a bad thing. I was just shook. I was like, damn, this is... You know what, though, I will say? It was wild, but I've never in my life seen you so deep in your element. And, like, I was actually, like, standing on the sidelines sometimes, just beaming with a smile. Like, I was smiling. Like, I was toothless. Um, because you looked so happy. Like, you looked like you were floating around the dance floor. And all I could think was, holy shit, I'm so happy to see her that happy. That's how contagious you were. Like, your energy was just, I've never seen you like that before. Not at a club, not no. when we're kicking it. No, you were I'm floating. I'm the happiest on the dance floor. Oh my floor. god, you were floating. Obviously, like, at the club, it's a different story. Because I'm like, <clears throat> girls be fucking annoying. But, like, if you give me a dance floor and it's free range, I'm gone. You won't be able to find me for the rest of the night. We have to eat dinner. It's fine. I'll starve. Like, I don't even remember that I'm hungry half the time when I'm on the dance floor. The dance floor is my favorite place to be. As I've experienced. Yes. I love weddings. Like, it's almost like I think it's a problem. I'm starting to love weddings. I I kind of did, like, depending on whose wedding it was. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I just didn't go to, like, live enough weddings. And then in the last few years, I started going to weddings that had, like, bump and dance floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love them now. But before growing up, I hated weddings. Well, yeah, because our family was stupid. We'd spend, like, fucking 100 Gs, dress up, have dinner, take photos, and go home. Literally. And it wasn't even dress up. We would drop, like, a stupid amount of money on a brand new Literally to wear for dinner and then go home. Like, you're not wrong at all. I remember when I was younger, like, growing mm-hmm. up, we, like, the pre-wedding events used to be lit. Like, oh, yeah, like, so much and stuff. Yeah. People used to, like, choreograph dances and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed to. But, like, now I feel like the older that we get, like, the less that's happening. Oh, yeah, no one does that shit anymore. Like no. Everyone's just kind of trying to 
be weird about it. I don't yeah. know. It's awkward. But like, yeah, no, our weddings are super fucking boring. <clears throat> we do absolutely nothing. Our weddings are for sure a fashion show. Oh yeah, at my wedding, um, we didn't do that stuff during like the Mindy and stuff. But we did have a full dance for like the actual reception. But the Mindy and stuff, we didn't do dancing or like choreography and stuff. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know why, but now we know for next time. So. <laughs> Yo, I have said this to everybody. If you're not putting on a performance at every one of my motherfucking events, do not come. Like, at my Mindy, I want a full, like, Mutsudoshi Kuroge type fucking Melody dance-off. Oh, trust me. You already know. I told you. I'm even throwing as in an extra As soon as event. you have a steady man, I'm not even talking about a ring. A steady man. A steady man. I will be in dance lessons. For as long as I need to be, because we both know how I moved to Indian music, and that is not it. <laughs> that is not the one. I remember teaching you at the jungle. You're like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "Yo, just bop your shoulders." And you're like, "How do I do that?" Because <laughs> like, every time I did it, it looked too like Turkish and not. But that would have been fine. Did you see how the uncles are dancing? Okay, but Bruh. uncles are different because they're so fucking cute. Everyone thinks they're adorable. But because if they're I there, did no it, one I was gonna like watch a you. fucking murgi, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, around with my neck <laughs> fucking dead she honestly wasn't that bad you guys my sister's so fucking dramatic you know what it, i can move my hips and i can shake my ass but i can't do it like <gasps> indianly do you remember what i did it on that one guy by accident at the, <laughs> at the bar <laughs> the way i watched him turn around like he turned like, around take, i literally taking my ass, ass at the same time <laughs> I will tell you, though, he did not look upset about it at all. He wasn't, because I went up to him afterwards, and I was like, dude, I'm so fucking sorry. I thought the bar was behind me, not you. <laughs> and he's like, don't be. So you briefly messaged... Mention message? Hello? I'm stroking again. You briefly mentioned your wedding. Do you want to talk about that? I got married at 19. Got divorced at 23. Now I am living her best motherfucking life. My best life. Took a minute. We had to do some healing. Had some soul searching. Oh, some no. Needed some uh, some spiritual awakenings in there. You know what I'm saying? Had to become a better person and shit. Had to just sit out of the forest. <laughs> Literally sat in a forest in the mountains by an ocean. And it gave me like all the medicine. Which it was beautiful. I agree. But now we are where we are. And uh, not on the hunt. But not, not on the hunt. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, but yeah, just living, healing, vibing, vibing. Do you have any regrets with getting married young? Also, disclaimer before we jump into this, because people are going to be like, oh my god, she was forced. Were you forced into this marriage of 18? No, no, 18 I, was, I was not. It was not an arranged marriage. You know what's crazy? I get that question all the fucking time. And sometimes yeah, I want to so be many like... Stereotypes of don't be people. fucking ignorant, but also I get it. <laughs> Like, oh my god, did you get married right after high school? Um, I mean, like, like, yeah, two years out of, well, I had my Nika a year earlier. Mm. And then I got, like, married, like, my reception, I think, at 19. Yeah. And then, yeah, I got divorced at 23. But in terms of regrets, I'm not going to lie to you, no. I feel like, A, it made me grow up in a really good way. Mm -hmm. I feel like it allowed me to recognize parts of myself that I did need to heal and that I didn't need to fix. Mm. Um, and I also feel like it it's the only reason I was able to become the person I am today. Like, I feel like if I didn't get married and I just, like, stayed at my parents' house and I was just, you know, in school doing my thing, 
I would probably be like a significantly different person than I am right now and I don't know if I'd want to give this up. Yeah, I don't know if we would be as close as we are now if you definitely didn't go down not. the route that you went down. Absolutely, because like, yeah, we lived like two minutes away from each other. Yeah. If I was still in the north side, no fucking way. Yeah. Especially at my parents' house with that curfew. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, we ain't never hit up Avenue. No. <laughs> R.I.P. Avenue. Oh, That one hurt my Fucking heart. cannabis house now. The fuck? Honorary um, replacement, but tragic nonetheless. Very tragic. That's one place I should have stayed open, honestly. But he's smart. It's like, you know, he's pulled out at it. the right time. Absolutely. COVID and shit. Rude. Think of us old people, whatever. So when you were planning your wedding, what did you like? What were you kind of like? Holy fuck! This is stupidly expensive for no reason. Um, not gonna lie to you, literally everything. Because hmm. like, mind you, I was young. You know what I'm saying? So like, I also like, I was like in university. He was in school too. So it's not like we were super financially well off by any hmm. means. Um, so I didn't expect things to be as like crazy, like decor insanely stupid bro girl food um the photographer i didn't even like my photographer and he was like up the ass expensive yeah and he had the worst photos my videographers were the only ones that were worth it um mm -hmm. i loved them but um yeah no everything was crazy um yeah everything was crazy the dress mind blown insane couldn't believe it my you know did you know a fucking veil because i wore a white dress for my reception day right regrets Next time, I know better. But I wore a white dress because of my church side. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted one of those, like, cathedral veils. Yeah, yeah. So when I went to go to, like, the actual bridal places to see how much they were, the fucking veil alone was, like, a grand. No way. For the cathedral one with the lace trim that I wanted. Yeah. So you know what I did? I went to a seamstress, bought the lace from somewhere else, and I got her to make it for, like, 125 bucks. You would have never have guessed it. She did such a good job. It ended up being beautiful. Honestly, though, like, I don't know why more, more white women don't do that. It's crazy. Imagine dropping a grand on a veil. You know what's crazy though is actually a lot of white women will go and rent their dress. But us brown people would literally rather die before renting out a lingo. We're like, fuck that rather shit. Rather die alone. <laughs> I will spend 10 fucking K on a lingo that I will never touch again in my entire motherfucking life, but you will not catch me dead in a rental. <laughs> But, like, even brown guys, like, they're literally never going to wear that tux again. But they're like, no, fuck that. We're dropping 5Gs on a boss suit now. You know what's crazy, though? For some reason, when men rent tuxes, I'm not bothered. Like, if, like, if... I am. I'm not... Listen, if you're the groom, go fucking buy that shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I think if there's just, like, if you're the guest at a wedding and you rented your suit, I feel like it's not that serious. But for some reason... When women do it, I think it's a weird. I'm like, oh, go buy your dress. I'm saying, like, you deserve it. No, I feel like every man should have at least one. I think suit. I think men should have three suits. I think sure. they should have a black one, a blue one, and then another one of their choice. Beige. Um, like a I tan think color, I always red, say four. Whatever. I say four. I say black, <clears throat> blue, beige, and gray. Interesting. Because then those four, you can just switch it up. Like you can mm -hmm. wear like the fucking gray pants with like mm -hmm. the fucking blue blazer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or like with mm -hmm. the brown blazer. Like you can get away with mm -hmm. so many variations with four suits. And then like you don't even have to wear the suits with like the whole piece. You just wear like the fucking brown bottoms with like a white t-shirt. Yeah, that's You know true. what I mean? Like you get... Like your staples kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean like a lot of guys don't even wear ties anymore. I don't know. For me, I feel like if you're renting a suit, <laughs> I'm like, why? For a man, you literally... If you have one solid black suit mm -hmm. in your closet, all you need to do is buy multiple shirts and you're fucking mint. Change up your tie. That's true. You literally same black, sh black suit, black shirt, different tie. No one will ever know. 
That's very true. Can we also just go back to the point that no one wears ties anymore? Can I just say, my favorite thing, three-piece suits, the vest, the tie, and the jacket, sex, it looks nice. Yeah. But these guys want to walk around with a fucking top button unbuttoned. You literally have one day to look not <clears throat> that like that you a have gremlin. to look formal yeah. and just don't dress it down. Like you're at a fucking wedding. Yeah. Button your shirt up. My favorite was when guys come to weddings either without a jacket <clears throat> at all, like without a suit jacket at all, or they come wearing a suit, so the pants, the blazer, and then a fucking white tee that's just oh tucked God. in loosely with their gold chain or out. And jeans. I'm like, have you seen jeans at a wedding? I've never seen jeans at a wedding, and I feel like if I ever saw jeans at a wedding, I'd be like, "What in the God's name is wrong with you?" Get no, out. no, I've saw, I've seen like jeans with like a blazer. Not a fan, unless you are like an older uncle. Don't fuck around with that shit. You know what I'm saying? The only time I've ever seen jeans and a blazer is like the random white guy that shows up to a fucking Indian wedding, and he's standing at the back with all the other uncles drinking his <laughs> beer at the house events. Never the reception. Never the wedding day at the house events. No. House events, whatever you can do whatever the fuck you want. No, I've seen that shit at actual receptions. <gasps> Never full jeans. Never. That's full fucking sweet. That's like the only thing worse than when you see guys wearing jeans at the gym. <laughs> that is the Girl, only thing that tops that shit. <laughs> the one time I saw a guy at the gym with jeans on, I looked at him and I was like, <clears throat> "Are you okay?" I don't understand. How fragile of a man do you have to be? That, like... You can't put on shorts. <laughs> or, like, sweats. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Every time I see <clears throat> that, though, I will automatically assume this man has never trained legs a day in his life. Ever. Ever. It's like, oh, toothpicks? Yeah, that's, like, it. the bicep, chest press. Yeah. Um, so, I'm like, lap pull. That's it. That's his whole... That's his whole routine. That's Just whole biceps routine. is routine. What do you mean? <laughs> He's never done a fucking pull-up in his life. So, I don't know why, leading up to wedding season... It was like Ghost of X's Pass. <laughs> For me, every weekend. Every weekend. We ran into someone new. I don't have that many X's, guys. And honestly, there's only fucking four weekends in a in a month. So you y'all do the motherfucking math. But I ran into all four. <laughs> what the hell was that? Nah, that shit was wild. The first <clears throat> time the first time it happened, I was with you, right? Yeah. Or was it the second time? The first time it happened, we were together, we were up by you. Yeah, yeah, the first time it happened, I was with you. That was a whole wild situation. His that girl was, was fucking, I'm sorry, but his girl was bugging. I was like, baby girl, you're not even that cute, nor is your man. Your man is literally a negative 10. Chill but out. But you know what's crazy? Like, <clears throat> like she wasn't ugly, <clears throat> but she presented herself so In ugly. an ugly like, way. Yeah, yeah like, I like, thought she was very <clears throat> cute until she started doing all that. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, then she oh. was just doing the absolute most, like, because, like, we were literally mm. sitting on our table next to the DJ booth, and then there was, like, two spaces to dance at. There was one that was, like, closer to their side of the table and then one that was closer to ours. She left, she walked past the one on her side of the table and literally danced, like, basically up my asshole. Like, yeah. she was, like, Like, you right just have to just me. do one thing back and you would have smacked Yeah, like, them. if I stretched, I would have hit her. Yeah. No, they were doing the most. They were doing too much. Like, I don't think that's cute. And you didn't even date him like that. Like, didn't you guys just Bro, go on a couple we dates? fucking talked, yeah, These okay. men be trifling, okay? So the other one can't say his name, but was <laughs> at the wedding. Literally went to the bride and was like, yo, how do you know Nafisa? And the bride was like, how do you know Nafisa? Word for word, man was like, we dated. Bitch. <laughs> we hung out twice. And one time was with me and I hated him. Literally. <laughs> and we talked for two weeks. And my last conversation was, you're fucking annoying. Don't text me. <laughs> verbatim just in case you guys were wondering that's literally verbatim no literally what it was because i screenshotted it to her right after (laughs) (laughs) 
But like homeboy when and told my friend the bride that we dated. And I was just like thinking what? that he wasn't gonna get G checks for that. Like what? L- <laughs> like listen, I get I understand why he lied though. Like it's an L for you, but it's a hard dubs for him. Like that oh, was a thousand percent big win for him. <laughs> but like Hler, don't ruin my chances with the other guys off the guy side of the fucking family, Brit. Can I just say that there were none? I there, know there was one. And he was what, was he married or dating someone? <laughs> we really thought the vibes were there. We oh. thought that shit was going somewhere fast. We yeah, the both next day. you and Zazie. Man had a whole committed girlfriend. And I was like, I remember I found out. I looked at you. I screamed first of all. And then I looked at you and I was like, where the fuck was his girlfriend at the wedding, though? But I where mean, obviously, girlfriend? he's not a good boyfriend. Imagine so she I'm was not... there. Imagine she was at the reception. Oh, there's no way. There if I saw been. my man talking to a fucking random girl like that at a <laughs> wedding that looked like you, no, absolutely not. It's a fight. It's, a, it's, not, it's not even waiting until we get home. It's, it's a right fight there. right there. <laughs> yeah man that was fucking wild I literally called it to you I was like watch I'm gonna ask and she's gonna tell me something's going on and you're like there's no fucking way cause the vibe was crazy like the way he was talking to you like you know when you can see like a person's body language mm. the way that they laugh like even like the you know when people break with the touch barrier yeah 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 like he fully he was on all that which like he was checking all the boxes of somebody who was flirting mm. and as your sister I'm sitting there watching his vibes and I'm saying I'm seeing, yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing how he's responding to you, that kind of stuff this guy was feeling you for sure, for sure. Has it? Like, like it, I fully, fully, fully thought that this guy was going to get your number and this was going to be a blossoming <laughs> romance. You're like, this and is why we're going to see your exes. <laughs> you were going to move to Vancouver. Actually, I thought that you seeing all your exes for that one month was like you getting all of your closure. No. From all of them. So you could meet this one <laughs> so phenomenal man. motherfucker. <laughs> Just... And he had a fucking crush. And God really went psych. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. So fuck you. Yeah, I don't know, man. I got finessed pretty fucking hard by God up there. Like, I don't know why homeboy doesn't like me, but... Sorry, God, please. <laughs> stop it. Make it stop. Okay, you have me and Titu. Thank God, but still. I don't understand the purpose of seeing all my exes in one month if I'm not going to find either shmoney or a honey. Like, hello. Hopefully, it's a honey with some shmoney. Right? Yeah, we're... Let's manifest that, God. <laughs> God, please. I will never ask you for anything ever That's again. Huh? You don't have to say all that. Don't lie to him. <laughs> he knows God. <laughs> nah, yo. If God gave me money... If I won the lotto, I dead ass will never ask God for nothing else again. <laughs> if you dropped 70 mil in my lap, I'm not asking God for shit. <laughs> I'd be like, thanks God. Thank God, that's all I nothing. need for this life. This is all, I'm good. I'm, you want to take my husband? That's cool, take him. I'll find him in the afterlife. <laughs> um, but crazy how many people we met, though, from London in the span of two Oh my weeks. God, that was wild. <laughs> so it turns out Bichari Jazz's wedding... It's also the same day the queen died. Not a laughing moment. I'm so sorry for anyone. Okay, I'm sorry. It's definitely an LOL moment. Can we just fucking talk about for one second? I really thought... I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that automatically, Mm -hmm. if you were any type of POC, brown, whatever you want to call it, you would automatically hate the queen. Because she ruined all of... All of our lands. Everyone. She just fucking robbed all of us dry. The the state of our world right now, I want to say, is like 
75% because of her. And these guys that we met, <laughs> mind you, they were all Punjabi. Everyone we met, all these people from the UK, they're all Punjabi. Different groups of people. Yeah. And they were so fucking serious about the queen. It was wild. Like, I thought they were joking. Me too. And then I realized, no, it was like that deep. Yeah. Like there was a, when I was talking to two of them, they were kind of bragging about how like the UK was better than Canada. And one of them was like, and we have the queen. And I said, <laughs> I said, not anymore. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. I was LOLing the, like, the whole time. <coughs> and their faces dropped like they saw a ghost. Like, I just fucking killed their dog. <laughs> and then they said, you can't talk about her majesty like that. And I said, her who? <laughs> her fucking majesty? Who says that? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, it's <clears throat> the British definitely haven't uh, studied or learned about the monarchy like we did indoctrination is real yeah like for them like they only know the good because i remember like said too one of them was like yeah but like how much good does she do for us i'm like what do you mean and he was like well it's because of her that like you know we all got the opportunity to leave india and like we're living in canada or the uk and we have so many more better like life opportunities and i was like do you really think like look me in the eye and ask me do you really think that our grandparents (laughs) wanted to leave their fucking homes Mm. in india and how like lush life was out there to fucking come to canada and struggle Mm-hmm. You wanted them to leave their mansions with mm-hmm. fucking butlers and nannies and cooks and maids and whatever and their fucking farms mm-hmm. that they hand grew and nurtured to fucking come to Canada Where and 95% of them work as fucking janitors and shit mm-hmm. or bus drivers. Like you really think that's the struggle they wanted for themselves? It's also crazy because like even if they didn't have all of that, it was still home. Like that's and like yeah. I, the difference is that I think a lot of people don't realize when they grew up just like strictly in the West, they don't have like their roots to back home. Mm. Is that like your roots run really and that that like the concept of like community back home is just different. So when they grow up on like this foundation of community support, um, and like community care basically, and they move into an area that is like rooted in individualism. Imagine what a slap in the face that must have been for them. Mm. Like, they literally left behind their all their morals, their values, their beliefs, and they hung on to whatever they could, but, like, there's only so much you can hang on to. Mm. And they want to sit here and talk about what the queen did for us? You mean oh, colonization? Right. You mean stealing? You mean labor trade agreements? Fuck out of my face. Like, none of us willingly left. Not, we didn't willingly leave. We didn't want to. Like, yeah, cool, we have a great life <coughs> in Canada, but I think we would have had maybe a better life back home. Yeah, and, like, you know what's crazy? Even with, like, the, the British invasion, like, did you know? I'm sure you probably do, but, like, women didn't have to wear blouses under their saris yeah, back in the day. Yeah, that was the British. Yeah, and then when the British... The yeah, when the British... Then the colonizers came in, like, it wasn't just discomfort. They were also, like, sexually abusing the women. They were raping the women, right? Yeah. Um, and so they have to start wearing blouses. And, like, it's crazy to even think about the fact that, like, when, like, the settlers introduced that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. that's when our communities kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. And, like, the concept of, like, safety fell apart, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think culturally a lot of our roots talk about, like, men being protectors. Not, And that's not to say we can't protect ourselves. But that is, like... That was their one of their main jobs. Yeah, that was one of their main roles in, like, society, right? Mm-hmm. And that was, like, kind of stripped away because of colonization. Yeah, no, I remember I was... I heard something, I think it was on TikTok, and Steve Harvey was like, men are supposed to be the three Ps, which is the providers, the protectors, um, I can't remember the third, like, pleasure or some shit like that, I can't remember, but, like, you're supposed to satisfy your woman, you're supposed to protect your woman, you're supposed to provide for your woman, Mm -hmm. and it's like, and if you're not doing these things, what the fuck are you doing as a man? Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, and it's just like, it's weird, it's weird, but back to the Brits, the way that they, uh, some of them are genuinely upset. Like, they watched the funeral while they were on vacation. All <laughs> of it. They were on vacation. And watched and they... <laughs> the funeral. Remember when they asked, did you guys watch the funeral? And, and I literally, went, no. Not even no, I was like, whose funeral? <laughs> <laughs> they said, oh. Yeah, that's when I knew we were never going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> that's when. That's when. <laughs> Come on. It wasn't the egg. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Bro, I have never in my life, I didn't even have to look at this man's face. I just looked at yours <laughs> and I could feel the concern on his because he was, okay, I'm not going to tell you guys everything, but like he wasn't doing anything stupid. He just put these sunglasses on and they were just not it for his face. And I looked at this man and I was like, if there was ever a moment in time that you were going to give me the ick, it's going to be right now. With the swiftness that these glasses came off of his face and the look on my sister's face. Oh, I looked at him and I was like, you need to get your shit together like right now. <laughs> like you have no more room for air. <laughs> yeah, I've never in my life actually physically seen a man be so fucking worried about giving a female the ick. <laughs> As they should be. That was actually comical. Not gonna As lie. they should. <laughs> but no, they were a, they were an interesting bunch. A fever dream. <laughs> absolutely a fever they did not happen we were just very full of food <laughs> it's a conception of our imagination exactly the ocean air was getting to us it must have been fun maybe the drugs too please tell me just, just kidding mom just, just kidding sorry don't beat us up <laughs> we already fucking feel the shoe in her hand girl the shoe is gonna be a whole fist fucking <laughs> belt go get the fucking spoon okay the whole belt now <laughs> okay but like no man i've never been so annoyed with a group of men in my fucking girl. life you guys we spent four days was it four days i am i girl <laughs> yeah my bro that was one too many days for a dude that we just met Bro, dude, it was four too many yeah well anyways we hung out with them for four days these guys cancelled their flight decided to extend it and then stayed in Edmonton a day extra <laughs> in fucking Edmonton a day extra to hang out with us and then just you know poof into thin air I will die a petty bitch <laughs> bro <laughs> let me tell you the way I'm about to fucking go to London and post it all over my social media and still ignore this man hey you can't expose your blood it's okay he's never gonna hear this <laughs> If you want to know what it's like to be around toxic women, hit them. We actually wanted to be red flags for Halloween, me, Niff, and one of my other girls. You know that, or like, like the toxic symbols on a t-shirt, and just... What do you mean we want it? We still are. Are we still doing it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> we gonna be red flags. I wish we figure out what we're doing for I'm sure there's gonna be an event somewhere, somehow. You mentioned you were half Turkish, so for a lot of people that don't know, my sissy poo is half Turkish, half Fijian. Mm -hmm. My pops is Turkish, and then my mom is from Fiji. Yeah, so that's how we are related. Our moms are basically sisters. Cousins. Yeah, cousins, sisters. Cousins, same sisters. Same same same. Same. Um, so we have a very close bond, um, but are there any superstitions <clears throat> that the Turks have that are unusual? Because like, I've been seeing this a lot where people are like, well, first of all, do you believe in like... Superstitions? No, yeah. I don't. No? No. 
How does it feel to live your life like a normal person? You know what it is? I have so many other mental illnesses to worry about. <laughs> I can't fucking start thinking about my shoe being flipped over or stepping on the back of your fucking feet. Okay, I have anxiety 24-7. Okay, I'm not... I cannot keep creating my own thoughts. Fair enough. So I choose to not believe it. That's crazy. I wish. I fucking wish. I do believe in bad omens, though. So sometimes, like, something will happen that's completely unrelated. Like, oop, bad sign. Can't do it. <laughs> Like what? Remember that Sylvan Lake trip? Where you fucking drove to Sylvan Lake 17 times and then would turn back around and come back Literally, I... Okay, not 17. I literally started driving. And then I can't remember what I saw, but something was like, ooh, bad omen. And I literally turned around. And then I had, like, maybe, like, 20 more minutes into driving. I was like, am I fucking dumb? And then turned back around and kept driving and got their attention. I am late to literally everything. Oh, my God. At this point in my life, though, it is not a priority for me to change. I think there are other things that I have to work on first, and then my punctuality will come later with my um, with my improved character traits. No, I think that needs to be something that's top <clears throat> on the list, please, for the love of God. I'm Listen not- to me. I'm late for a lot of fucking things, okay? I'm not hours late to a lot of things. I'm like half an hour, 45 minutes maybe. Max, 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 45 minutes. I'm never <clears throat> late. It's the latest I've ever been. We missed events. Okay, why are you acting like that was all my fault? Like, one of the events that we missed is because we fucking ordered McDonald's. And it was supposed to take 15 minutes. And that bitch took 45. Medina. I'm not even talking about the McDonald's we ate in a timely manner. I'm talking about, I'm like, okay, let's go. And you're like, okay, let me just this real quick. And then we're going (laughs) fucking 20 minutes later. Then she's like, okay, let me just quickly go grab my scarf and, and pin it on me. And then we're going... Starts fucking putting on more blush. Listen, that is ADHD, okay? That- I have poor time management skills, and I will tell you something. Do you know why it is not a priority for me right now? I cannot tell you how many times I was like, okay, normally I take two hours to get ready, and I usually need an extra 30 minutes, right? Mm. I have given myself a full four hours to get ready, shower, do my hair, do my makeup, and I still end up being late. Do you know why? Because the, <laughs> the more time I have to get ready the more my brain thinks it can squeeze other things into my schedule. But if I have to rush, I don't have time to, to get distracted. You did right? To, I what? You did have to rush. I know, but... I literally And I was still late. You. Do you see how it's a lose-lose situation? Like, I can't win. I literally <laughs> would call you. I was like, I'm leaving this outside. <clears throat> you have 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. And never did I walk into your house and you were ready. You still had half your life shadow really fucking done. Your hair clipped up. You're like, it's okay, it's every five minutes I cut my hair. <laughs> like, fucking both of us now are looking for the goddamn hairspray. You know, I will say I can't work on my punctuality right now. But I can probably work on my communication. Because, like... So you're going to stop <clears throat> lying to me as well over here? Absolutely. So, like, usually when I say I'll be there in 15, everyone knows that means at least 45 minutes. Yeah, it's why I no longer leave the house when I say we're going to leave the house. Absolutely. I wait for you to be like, okay, leaving, <clears throat> and then I leave 10 minutes later because I know you didn't actually leave. You're not wrong. I usually say leaving while I'm grabbing my purse. And every single time, there's at least one thing I can't find that I have to look for. Why are you a problem in my life? I listen. I, I like peace, not problems. <clears throat> I don't want peace. I want problems. I don't want Always. problems. No. <laughs> so 
really don't have any like any superstitions. Okay, so what are your bad omens? <clears throat> Tell me. What do you consider a bad omen? If I see too many crows like that are flocked together, and especially if they flock, like I see them flock in front of me, I take that as a bad omen. If like if I'm like walking somewhere and uh this is gonna sound weird, if there's like a crack in the sidewalk, and if I don't even know my steps, like mm. if I step on a crack with my left foot, I have to step on another crack with my right or it like takes me off center and I feel like I'm not gonna be able to like I'm gonna do something wrong. Interesting. Yeah, so like I have to like it's where I have to like balance myself. Are these my like feet. omens that you've like <clears throat> made up yourself? Oh, absolutely. They... This is all in my head. This is um... all problems I've figured out. Because you know what it is? It it makes me feel so like, like no one ever told body. you. No, it makes me feel like an imbalance in my body. That's so, like, fucking crazy. Even with chewing, sometimes once I start to focus on the fact that I'm chewing. If I chew on my right side a certain amount of times, I have to do it on my left side a certain amount of times, or my face and my jaw feel off center. You've really just created all of your own problems. I think that's like your ADHD, though, no? I mean, it could be. I've never looked into that one. Like, I've done it my whole life. I wonder, because I know um, Amal was saying that he was diagnosed with some type of ADHD. <clears throat> And it literally is an out of sight, out of mind thing. Oh, so like yeah. if he leaves the room for something else, he fully forgot what he was even doing Absolutely. in the room to begin with. All the, all the time. I went to his comedy show and he was talking about how he was diagnosed with one. And then um, he's like, yeah, he's like, I came home with a girl. She was in my room. <laughs> and I left my room to go. I don't know what I think fucking turn off the light or grab his phone or something. And because out of sight, out of mind, he went, grabbed his phone, sat down on his couch, and now he's scrolling on Instagram. Oh my fully god. Fully forgot that there's a female in his room. <clears throat> and she like walks out and she's like, hello. I'm dead. And he's like, oh shit. <laughs> like, fully <laughs> forgot you were even in my house. Like, imagine. So maybe like, I wonder if like you have some type of like. Oh, that's a symptom. It's a heavy symptom. But for me, it's not even like so, um, like in the moment. If I have a friend that I haven't seen in a while, mm -hmm. I will fully forget about their existence. Until something triggers a memory, or if I see their name, or if I run into because it's out of sight, out of mind. So like if I'm not on if I'm socials for a little while, because I'll take breaks here and there, I won't go on as often. I will fully forget about your existence. And this is why you wonder why I'm so annoying. I'm trying to forget me, bitch. No, it's because you fucking call me during work hours Whatever. and then get mad at me. I never get like mad at I am not eh. She's she <laughs> said she doesn't get mad at me. <laughs> You know what's crazy too? This bitch will get mad at me, but she won't tell me. She just starts catching an attitude like I'm her man. Yeah, imagine what it's like to be my man. So I have to sit there and be like, listen, bitch, if you miss me, fucking tell me you miss me. I'll tell you I miss you too. Let's hang out. But no, she wants to go fucking, mm-mm. Okay, it's called trauma. I wasn't allowed to express my feelings when I was a child. So I have a very hard time saying I miss you to people. So I literally would rather slip my wrist and die than express any type of emotion that goes near love and vulnerability. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna just fucking pick a fight with you, okay? <laughs> At least I'm not out here being like, I'm gonna be imbalanced if I don't step on the same crap twice. Oh no, but if I step on the back of your shoe and you don't shake my hand... Do you wanna fight for the rest of our lives? Yeah, see? <laughs> That's because some random auntie told me this story back in the day, okay? So it came from somewhere. Probably from her own fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> fuck are your kids gonna be growing up with that superstition too no absolutely not i would never share that i will I'm like your mom's crazy you want to know why she Stop walks like that <laughs>Happens. Can you get deported from like where you're a citizen of? No, you're born here. Where are they gonna deport you? To the fucking ocean where you don't belong? I would love Mistake to Mistake Island? <laughs>
I would love to be a mermaid. Do you think mermaids are real? Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you, I fully do, but I don't think they're like these like majestic, beautiful creatures. I think they're probably terrifying. Like I think they're probably Oh, they're scary fucking looking. probably look super scary. Yeah, but I think they're real for sure. You know why? How much of the ocean have we explored? There's like a really 1%. So, yeah, like one percent, ten percent, whatever the fuck it is. How can we rule them out completely when that is all of the ocean that we've explored? That doesn't even make sense. Like, you can't just make a decision like that if you literally have no idea. No, but I also, like, okay, so I have been, like, I've had this thought since <clears> I was <throat> a kid, and I still stand firm with it now as an adult, and I'm like, there's no way that, like, Dracula and, like, witches and vampires mm -hmm. and, like, werewolves and all this shit <clears throat> were just a figment of someone's imagination. Right? Because, like, if you go to Transylvania, there's this fucking castle... Mm -hmm. who the fuck was Dracula? Like, was this just someone that you guys just deemed weird-looking because he was a loner and lived in a castle? Like, right? Like, was you know he I mean? like, Yeah, like, where did these stories come from? Absolutely. Honestly, even, like, this might be a little bit far-fetched, but, like, I fully believe in aliens. I don't think they're, like, green. cute little spaceships and green with, like, antennas and that kind of stuff. I mean, I have no idea how they look. But I just, my brain cannot accept that our universe is so big and vast and, like, unexplored. And there is not a single other life form out there. Like, that just doesn't make sense. I, at first, was like, no, aliens aren't real. That sounds fucking weird. Blah, 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 blah. But now I'm like, there has to be a human form. Well, not a human form, sorry. I'm like, there has to be a different type of life form out mm -hmm. there. Is it green, gooey-looking things? Probably not. Are they very intelligent? Absolutely. thousand percent. Will they fucking come to this earth and fuck us all up? Probably. You know, I don't really think they would. I think... I, I think, think they look at us and laugh. A hundred percent. They're we like, have to be idiots. We have to be a joke. Yeah, no, but I do, I do definitely believe. And, like, I feel like things like that aren't even so far out of reach. Because even, like, religiously, like, think about, like, jinn, right? Like, mm. they exist around us, but they're essentially in, like, a different dimension, like, a different plane. Which is why we can't see yeah. them. But they exist around us. So if we believe in, like, a multi-dimension where, like, humans and this other being exist, how is, like, an alternate life form in the universe or, like, a mermaid in the ocean, like, an out-of-reach possibility? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I feel like for all of our listeners who don't know the concept of a djinn, do you want to break it down? Oh, yeah. So, um... We've never... I've never really done a podcast on just Islam. Like, anything that's been... It's just, like, been me ranting about the very little that I know about our own religion. Fair enough. Well, a jinn is basically like a being that's made out of fire. In layman terms, they're kind of like demons. Like that, I think that's a, the best like English term to describe it as. Mm -hmm. But they're like a branch of like they're not a devil, but they're just like a they're a fire being. They exist kind of like we do. Like they can be good or they can be bad. They can have families. Like they live like mm -hmm. functional like social lives like we do. They just have other power like they're stickly stronger mm -hmm. um if they're <clears throat> evil they can um like possess people a lot of the time when people get into things like witchcraft, like jadu, they're usually interacting with like bad jinn, which is why it's so dangerous to do. So that's essentially what you um, can probably get a better explanation online. I might have gotten something wrong, but that's the gist. The gist of it, yeah. And do we believe heavily in this in Islam? In the existence of jinn? Mm. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's literally said that like, the angels were created from light, humans were created from clay, and the jinn were created from fire. From fire. And the jinn are actually referenced like multiple times in the Quran. Yeah, yeah, we we firmly believe in the jinn. Yeah, no, I need to do like a deeper <clears throat> dive on Islam for sure. Because like I was saying too, like I grew up like fearing it. Absolutely. 
So I wanted no part of it. I didn't want to even admit that I was Muslim. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird, because like I, like I said, I just went to <clears throat> Amal's comedy show, and for the yeah. first time, I gone to his comedy show, mm-hmm. and there was a Muslim comedian from Toronto that was up. Mind you, we were the only two colored people in the room. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But it was fine. I think there might have been, like, a couple Asians, but I mean, like, brown colored, we were, yeah. like, pretty much the only ones. And so the comedian, like, did his thing, and then he was like, yeah, like, I'm Muslim, da 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 And he's like, it's weird being Muslim. Like, we'll drink and do drugs, but we won't eat pork. And I was like, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> and then he's like, are there any Muslims in the building? And I didn't say a thing. Crazy. And my girlfriend, who was there with me, like, she whipped her head around, and she said, do you need me to scream for you? I'm and I was dead. like, no. I'm like, I just don't want that like attention on me because mm-hmm. like at first I thought it was like for like a comedy thing like I was like oh my god like getting roasted kind of yeah thing, like right? I'm like please don't but then I was like was that really my reasoning or was it because I don't want to be known as a Muslim girl in the room <clears throat> and it's not that I'm ashamed of my religion it's just like I'm still warming up to it oh 100 percent like and that's fair too because like I feel like there's a, like a lot of layers to that for you because mm-hmm. like you're older than I am right um there's what like five years between us yeah yeah so like you also grew up in like the 9-11 era right mm-hmm. so like you were in school like you remember all that happening mm-hmm. so for you i think like even the concept of like having like, an open muslim identity was something that was already scary from a young age mm-hmm. and then you add that into like mm-hmm. not growing up around a lot of muslims and then certain negative like media connotations around being muslim like you yeah. didn't have a lot of support around that even the way that you were taught it was so like harsh very um and it was from a very like not islamic standpoint but more so like a cultural one um so i can only imagine how much trauma is layered into like that side of spirituality for you yeah a lot definitely a lot like i remember like we were walking where were we going we went somewhere and you saw like a muslim family and you looked at the mom oh at the hotel and van and you looked at the mom and you were like salam alaikum and i literally was like that could never be me i want it to be me saying salam like a stranger kind of thing it's not like it's not that i I don't want that to be me like because i will yeah. see an uncle on the street and i'll be like no problem yeah no fucking problem i'll see a white man on the street and i'll say hi no mm-hmm. fucking problem but you will never catch me saying salam to another muslim family out in the open i don't know Interesting. why it's not that i don't want to like i know it's um like it's enough to yeah. do it and like i'll either say it in my head or i just won't say it at all but like i want yeah. to be like where you are you know what i mean i want to be able to like sound like, like i want people to know yeah you know i'm not gonna lie to you like a it took me a long time to get to this point but mm. b i also like grew up in the mosque so i was already very like comfortable around like muslims and stuff when i got a little bit older i kind of pulled away from islam a lot and i grew like a lot of resentment towards it because mm. the same thing like you were, I was taught, like, the rules and regulations before I was taught any of the love, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it was like, this is haram, this is halal, this is right, this is wrong. If you do this, you're going to hell. If you do this, God's going to be mad at you. He's going to punish you. He's going to hate you, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But, like, the love that I found for, like, God and for my spirituality and for my practice came a lot later in life. And it took me, like, many, many, many years and to be honest with you, I haven't felt this spiritually connected until I want to say like a year and a half ago. Prior to that, I was still very back and forth. I didn't really have like any kind of relationship with God. Like I knew like some of the ins and outs just because like I went to a Muslim school. Yeah. But in terms of any relationship with God, I did not have that until like very, very recently. That's fair. Yeah, no, I hope to like <clears throat> get there, but I'm still going through it. <laughs> yeah, well, even like remember like what I was saying, even like that TikTok I sent you earlier, like so many people get so stuck on like the haram and halal and that's not to say it's not important Mm -hmm. but it's just not the okay that shouldn't be your first priority like how are you going to worship a god that you don't even know or love yeah that doesn't make sense 
right? Like, we're even in Islam, like, we're not, we're taught to not follow things blindly. The thing that we were watching, it was talking about how, like, they spent 13 years perfecting their character and their hearts and, like, that mind-body-spirit connection before they focus on any of the regulations. A single one. So, like, people are just so harsh about it. Like, Islam is so simple. It's just about, like, trying to, like, purify your heart and be a good person. The rest of it was false. Yeah, literally, like, when I explain Islam to anybody, I was like, listen, I'm like, there's a difference. There's Islam and then there's being Muslim. Mm -hmm. It's like, Muslim is a culture. Like, but the religion itself is very loving. It's very forgiving. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. Being Muslim has complicated that. Oh my God. And like, as a Muslim woman who is not modest, Mm -hmm. I have visible tattoos. Mm -hmm. I run my mouth like a bunch of fucking scissors. (laughs) Like, like I don't stay in my lane as Mm -hmm. a typical Muslim woman that society would deem fit would do Mm -hmm. um and i think that's probably my biggest struggle with like falling back into islam because like like you said you grew up in a mosque i've only been to a mosque for a funeral only time you'll catch me in a mosque is for a funeral but if i'm ever having a day where i'm like super anxious or i'm super upset you will catch me in a gudlara i have friends who are sikhi and they're like fuck no yeah. I will never step foot in a gotara, but you will catch me praying at home. Mm-hmm. Like, Jyoti, for instance, like, for her, like, she's like, she's like, for me, she's like, God is everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, Absolutely. so I don't need to physically go to the gotara and pray. She's like, I can do it here if I need to. Mm-hmm. She's like, God is with me when I'm meditating. God is Absolutely. with me when I need him to be. She's like, so mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to physically go mm-hmm. to the gotara. And I was like, that's fair. I also feel like God is with me at all times. Mm-hmm. I think it's just that we've been so conditioned at a young age that they're like, you don't have to pray five times a day, otherwise God's never going to hear you. Mm-hmm. I personally, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm like, listen, if I'm still making dua mm-hmm. and I am being grateful and thankful for all the stuff mm-hmm. I have while asking or talking to God whenever I need to, wherever I am, whether it's jumping in my car before bed or in the morning, whatever. I feel like that is enough. Mm -hmm. Like, probably not, like, to status quo enough, but I think that's enough for me to have a bond with God, no? I think, I honestly agree wholeheartedly, and that's not to say that, like, prayer and stuff isn't important, but, like, you're allowed to have a relationship with God while you're building up to something like that. Like, it's crazy that people try to speak for God when God is already speaking for himself. Yeah. And people try to, like, drown him out with their own opinions, which is wild. Because, like, yeah. God doesn't say accept after things. He's not like, if you come to me at a hand's, at a hand's reach, I'll come to you at an arm's length. And if you come to me walking, I'll come to you running. Except if you do one, two, three. Except um, if you are one, two, three. Yeah. Like, the whole purpose of Islam that I, that I love is that we're created to sin and to repent. Right. And that, like, if you are somebody who never sinned, then God would actually, like, remove you from the earth and replace you with somebody who did. And it's not, and that's not saying only this kind of sin or only this kind of sin. That's also not to excuse sins either. It's just to, like, say that, like, you're human and that you're supposed to sin. And as long as you are returning to God in whatever capacity you're able to, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. When God calls himself, for example, the most loving, that's not, like, with a condition. light... Yeah, that's not a light statement to make, like, the most loving. That means... You can take all the love that has ever existed on this earth mm-hmm. and God's will still be greater. So like, think about like your mom, for example. Yeah. Or even think about the way that you love your cat. It's completely unconditional. Yeah. You could steal from your mom. You could commit murder against somebody. You could do all these things. But the love that your mom is going to have for you will always be unconditional. Right. And if God's calling himself the most loving, that means he loves you more than your own mom does. More than you love your cat. More than any love you could comprehend. Right? So, yeah. like, imagine imagine him saying that. And then someone else. Being just like, like a no. regular human being say actually, saying actually, no, he doesn't. I remember someone in my family, well, in our family, sorry. 
was like, if God can be so forgiving, why can't you? I'm like, bitch, because I'm not fucking God. You better get the fuck out of my face. Like, what the fuck? She's like, Islam teaches us to be forgiving. Uh, not what you did. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not God for a reason. I do not forgive you. You get the fuck out of my face with you can do. <laughs> you go make your peace with God, not yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, not me, baby girl. Like, I will answer to him. And when I answer to him, I'm going to say the same motherfucking thing I said to you. as I am not you, sir. Like, That's so funny. People just make everything so fucking complicated. Like, just... Let us exist. Just, you know what's crazy? I know this is such a cheesy thing to say but just be a fucking nice person it's don't be an asshole walk with good intentions don't be mean to people that's literally it's it's so easy it's literally one two three like it's so easy if you walk a good character and good manners and a good adult it's all you need to do in this world Mm -hmm. just fucking try to be a good person be intentional about being a better person every day that's it don't be a dick you know what i always say actually this is kind of deep not deep like like it's you know like like fucking shakespeare i mean like deep in terms of like what like the the implications it has imagine like you know how people are so mean about like religion and stuff Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be gentle with things like especially in islam you're supposed to handle people gently you're supposed Mm -hmm. to be gentle with things right that's what i think anyways you have people who are so mean about their approach to things and when you're mean to somebody or aggressive with somebody or too much with somebody when they're just learning things you're gonna deter them away from it so imagine on like the day of judgment if god asks somebody why did you turn away from me imagine your name came out of their mouth imagine your name came out of their mouth i mm -mm, not me i hope i'm never that person yeah because that's a wild thing to like think about no like think about every time a person it was a person who turned you away from god Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i feel like that has to have some onus on them at some point i think so i fully believe that like if you are the reason that someone no longer wanted to be who they are or be close to god or like you have to answer for that someday no of course I think so, at least. Like, that, that holds a very... It's weighted. Like, a, very it's heavy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I remember uh, my ex's mother. She used to do Ardas every morning. And, like, basically, like, she would read the Gurbani at work, which is basically, like, the Sikhi Quran. And I remember just, like, looking at her, and I was like, you're a fucking joke. Like, you pray and read every morning. Every chance you get, you have ardas on you're listening to bot you're doing your bit but i'm like but you have so much hate in your heart for a different religion that it's fucking comical oh she doesn't like muslims she right? doesn't mm-hmm. and i'm like but that's a lot of fucking people yeah islamophobia is rampant yeah but i'm like it's fucking wild yeah, it's because i was like it doesn't matter how much you pray mm-hmm. and how much you read the holy book from front to back mm-hmm. You have an inch of hate in your heart for a different religion. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and it's like, and it's not even like a dislike. It's such a deep-rooted hate. Like, that shit. Like, they change. It runs through their veins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're all good with you on a fucking day-to-day basis, but the second they find out you have anything to do with one of their children, good luck. Crazy. I just feel like brown aunties, brown mother-in-laws, all that kind of stuff. I feel like there needs to be some kind of a, like a reform around that. Like the way that aunties act need a when camp. it comes a hundred percent. The way that they act with their sons is something else. It's a little uncomfortable. It's extremely uncomfortable. Like, Ex- why don't you, you know, just marry him, man? I was. I don't know if this was like a YouTube video I was watching. If it was a TikTok I watched. God knows. 
But it was basically something about how like with, with a lot of brown homes, not all, but a lot, there's no intimate relationship between like husband. a husband and a wife. Yeah. And so the mother seeks affection from her son. So instead of getting love from her husband, she's getting it from her son. Not in a weird way. Her love is reliant and not yeah, her yeah, husband. Yeah. So when it comes to like another woman being in the picture, they get jealous because they're not getting, like they're not the main uh, receiver of her, like the son's love anymore. Yeah. And that's weird because why are you relying on your son for love instead of your husband? Yeah. Why are you trying to take that love away from another woman when it is your son? Mm-hmm. I never actually watched the show, but I always saw clips of it like on Instagram <clears throat> or, or TikTok. It was called Mama's Boys on TLC. I haven't seen that one, but I saw it in real life. LOL. <laughs> We're not going to deep dive into that one. We're going to laugh and keep pushing. Dad. <laughs> I'm actually fucking dead. Anyways, back to the show. <laughs> that is for a different episode. Um, anyway, so the show on TLC is called Mama's Boys. It's not your real life, Medina. It's an actual show. Guy is dating, I think, like some like, fucking type of Asian girl. And his mom calls him out for lunch. And so he goes for lunch. He takes his girlfriend with him. And when they get there, the mom is sitting at the table with another female beside her. Mm. And it's like, I think she's like, I don't know if they're a type of Arab or if they're a type of Pakistani or like a type of brown. I don't know, but they were definitely a culture. Some kind of us. Some sort of us. Yeah. And so she sits down and he's like, what the fuck is this? And then she's like, ugh, you bought her? Like, the mom said that? Wait, I'm sorry, is this his wife or his girlfriend? This is his girlfriend. Okay, okay. And the mom was like, ugh, you bought her? And he's like, yeah, I fucking told you I was bringing her to lunch. And he's like, who is this? She's like, this is the girl that I was telling you about, the one I want you to marry. I remember that. Was the girl a little... Like a little Asian little... girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh my god, I have seen that. So yeah. Funny. There's a whole fucking TV show about this shit, about how moms would be so fucking crazy. And there was like another clip that I saw and I think it was like Valentine's Day or some shit and he was taking her out or their anniversary or something I don't remember but he was out with her they were at a fancy fucking restaurant and his mom the same one texted him being like I can't feel my knees oh my and he rushed home from the restaurant because he's like my mom is like I have to go home and he goes home and he's like what's wrong like what happened And she's like, oh, just my knees hurt. He's like, what do you mean just your knees hurt? She's like, I'm standing all day, they hurt. He's like, I left, I think her name was like Emily or something. He's like, I fucking left Emily at the restaurant for you to tell me that your knees are hurting. You said that you couldn't walk. And then she's like, yeah, I can't, they hurt when I walk. And he's like, are you fucking joking me? She's like, well, since you're here, you want to massage them? Oh my God. I was like, yo, if this is not like... Nah, I can't do it. Could never. Even, like, like the idea of, like, living with your sauce is weird. I don't think I could ever live with my in-laws. Ever. I did one time I say think, that I would. I Nope. Me, never. The only thing that I would accept is if we already had our own place. And let's say it was just your mom or just your dad because, you know, one of your other parents passed away. They're alone. They're getting old. Hard for them to care of themselves now. They can move in with us. Yeah. I think there's a difference between your parent moving in with you versus you moving with them. Yeah. There's a big difference. Agreed, agreed. Um, I would never live with myself, ever. It was crazy. That was crazy. And I was like, yeah, for you, I would. <laughs> Just joking. Oh my god, you, you would never last in your in-law's house. Until Are you, you right crazy? My sauce would hate me. Oh my god, 
Actually, no. My sauce would love me. My sauce would love me. I think she might, good. but you would hate everybody. I would hate everybody because nothing in the house would be the way I wanted mm-hmm. it to be. My OCD would be fucking flaring twenty four seven. You're also someone who does not like regular social interaction. Like you need to unwind all the time. Like more than I do. Yeah. Not saying something. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with COVID. I got very comfortable with like my peace. No, my girl, you've been. <laughs> really? You've been like that. Yeah. No, I listen, think there we, was one point in time where I was like... No, listen, we used to go on the weekends and stuff, but we would have, like, the whole week to, like, recharge, settle down, yeah. chill out, you know what I'm saying? Do our thing. And we also, when we used to go back in the day, like, we were in our element, right? We had certain places to go to and those were our spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's not like that anymore. So now when we go out, we just get, like... <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, can we go home? Maybe it was more so then than now. Because now that I'm talking out loud, I'm like, no, I used to love the crowd. I used to love... Me too. Uh, but when we went to Isabel's, I was like, the way I'm going to fucking shove I, my foot up someone's ass oh right now. Oh my god, the way that we... Li- when I had to hold your hand because you were going to hit somebody, or like you literally had to move me out of the way for someone because you saw me seconds away from snapping. Yeah. That was not the place for us. We are too old for that shit. Yeah. Too old for but that that's shit. every single club in Vancouver, which is fucking... Wild. Okay, no, but the clubs in Vancouver are dirty. Like, Disgusting. This, I've never walked into an establishment and I already felt like I was dirty head to toe and I had to go home and take a shower. Yeah. Like, it's gross. There was only that one place that was cute. Cabela's or whatever. What is it called? Cabana? Huh? Cabela's is a camping <laughs> store. Cabela's is on, like, the one across the street. <laughs> no, bitch. Cabana. That it was, like, an Afrobeats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That place was nice. I like that place. Everything else was dutty. The streets were dutty. But it's crazy because Isabel's is such a nice spot, but, like, you didn't see a single niceness of it because it was just too many people. Too many people were in that establishment for their own fucking good. And you know what it is, too? There were I feel like most of the people there were really young. I feel like when you have an older crowd, mm-hmm. they kind of know how to act. But when you have a bunch of people who just turned, what's the, what's the age? Are 19. 19. When you have a bunch of kids who just turned 19, maybe 20, like... Like, the guys were older, but the girls were younger. And then... But that's what makes everyone turn into a complete, like, jungly. Just like absolute this. jungly, because the guys are like, mm, like, fucking weird. And more fun at the donair spot than oh at the club. That place was so fun. Like, but no, it's not even. That place was delicious. That place was delish. And, like, I don't even like falafel like that, but that was so slapped. good. So, so good. good. But the gay club was a good time. I honestly wish we stayed for, like, 10, 15 minutes because the dance floor, even though the music was, like, myth, mm. once you got to the dance floor and you're just, like, around the energy, it's just fun to let out, like, your white girl dance. Like, you don't want, like, your hands are in the air and, like, no, you're fucking, No, I like, would rather die. No, no, listen. It's different when you're with the gays. Trust me. Maybe next time, but that was not it. That was not the night. It's, it's different when you're in the crowd. I, I promise you. Like, it's it's yeah. so much fun. Especially with, like, the, the friends that we were with. On the dance floor... Oh, my days. Like, when I went with them last time, they're so much fun. Yeah, I think it was just exhausted with our one friend, and then I was like, okay. Oh, yes. Well, two of our friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was exhausted. I was like, okay. Like, tired, tired. Like, please stop talking. I need to just go across the street. Anyways, this is our episode with my sister. My sister. We thank you for joining us. You might need her. I don't know how you're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys already know what 
to do, follow us on Instagram at Growing Up Brown Podcast. You follow me too at Medina Casey. <laughs> also follow my sister at Medina Casey. If you do, say what's up. Like us, rate us, share us, support us. Do whatever you gotta do. We are on Apple and Spotify. Mm-hmm. And I did mention that we have a link tree up on our bio, both on Instagram and actually in our description. Um, but we do have a submissions form. So if you have anything you want to talk to us about, tell us about, or want us to discuss, let us know. It was a pleasure giving you guys all my unsolicited opinions. Also, <laughs> disclaimer, if I was wrong about anything Islam related, my bad. Word. We are not professionals. Not at all. Just speaking from my heart. We just like to talk <laughs> a lot of shit. We are professional shit talkers. We are not professional Fresh anything else. Absolutely. We have degrees, but that is all. Not in Islam, though. It will. <laughs> I got okay. a degree in the street. Yeah, girl, in the streets. We love you guys. XOXO Gossip Girl. Bye.